0: everyone. Welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I'm Rachel and I'm Melissa and we are sisters and we're back. Welcome (laughs) to season two of A Mess Nonetheless.
1: That's so exciting.
0: We're really excited to be here. Our summers were great. Mm -hmm. Some unexpected things, but Mm -hmm. lots of good things and Mm -hmm. hope you all had a great summer.
1: We're coming after
0: Labor Day, which means everyone should be back in school. Yes. I know like my kids started in August what'd you say? Yeah. I said, hallelujah. <laughs> exactly. So today we're going to be talking about seeing the good and hard times, but first a couple of quick announcements, just a reminder that last year at the end of the year, at the end of the season, we said we wanted to start highlighting women's ministries or businesses that are doing amazing things mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus for women. Mm-hmm. And so please, please let us know. If you are running a ministry like that or a business like that, or your friend is, or your sister is, or it's just someone, we just want to give shout outs to people um, who we're excited about. Um, yes. And then also this year, we are going to have an online Facebook community and a, a mess, nonetheless, Facebook community.
1: So excited. So,
0: I know. And the purpose of that is if you're like, Hey, I listen all the time and I gain so much from this. And that's great. That's what we are here for. But also, what if you're like, but also, I don't have a lot of like community or people to talk Mm -hmm. about these things with. Well, we want to have that. We want to have a community and a mess nonetheless community. And so we're going to have questions every week. We're going to have some community leaders in that group. If you're interested in being one, we are like one community leader short. So if you're interested, shoot, let us know. I was going to say shoot us up. (laughs) please don't shoot us up up up. or shoot us a message (laughs) that's going to work better um because yeah we're excited about that and we're excited to have a place for people to connect and we've got some exciting ideas about that and in the process of that we're going to do some see you in an hours on this Mm -hmm. community group so you're going to want to be in it because Melissa and I are going to sometimes just post hey we'll see you in an hour And Mm -hmm. we're going to jump on together and do a live and people can ask us questions or we can just talk. Mm -hmm. But basically we don't want to have to plan anything more. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we have decided that we're going to, this was Melissa's great idea. What if if we just like, Hey, are you available? Let's jump on Mm -hmm. and like, great. We'll see you in an hour. Um, We like to wing it. (laughs) We do. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in that community group, you'll get to be part of those lives with us. And we just want to communicate with people. We, we always talk to you guys as if you can talk back. And we've heard yeah. from so many of our listeners that you do indeed talk back, but unfortunately we, <laughs> we cannot can hear. hear you. And so we're excited for that because we want to be able to like talk to each other. So yes.
1: Also, that's... Rachel, are you and I wearing the same shirt? Just <gasps> yeah. Colors? Is
0: this that one from Amazon?
1: It is. It's large. I shrunk it and it didn't shrink. So I want more, like, but in you a bought a large
0: shirt. shirt or it's, it's a it's large, very shirt.
1: large. Well, I probably yeah. bought a large too, but it is very large. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, very comfy. it's very flowy. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. great. It's one of my favorite t-shirts I think I've ever bought. So yeah. anyways, yeah. if you're not on YouTube and you want the link
1: mm-hmm. or maybe we'll just post a link. Yeah, we should. Cause it's yeah. real comfy and they got lots of colors. It's also, true. if you are watching on YouTube and if I I look like I'm grimacing half the time. I'm in a lot of neck pain today. Mm. So just, I'm fine, but that's why the face is the face. <laughs> <laughs> the face is the face. <laughs> and if you're not on YouTube, but yeah. you've been spared. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So let's get to our topic. Cause we took a little bit of time to do some, what do you call that? Housekeeping announcements. Yeah. yeah. They're exciting. Well, I'm so
1: excited about the community page.
0: Me too. Um, So we're talking about seeing the good in hard times. So mm-hmm. To preface this a little, these hard times can be massive hard times, really awful hard times, or they can be just like unexpected turn of events,
1: like mm-hmm. not inconveniences.
0: Hard, inconveniences, yes. So mm-hmm. we're talking very vague here when we say hard times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like all of a sudden your child's ride home from a sport yes. fell through, yes. and now you suddenly have to rejuggle everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, which literally happened to me today, and thankfully mm-hmm. I got it all sorted out. But like my husband works out of town, so mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just me, and so that's um that's an inconvenience. But also, of course, there's things like you've lost a job, like so massively hard times and small hard times, and yeah. we're just talking about in general, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, when things did not turn out the way you hoped or planned or prayed for or prepared for. Yes, so we can still see the good in those times.
1: Yes. Yeah cuz the bible is clear that i mean all things can be worked for good mm-hmm. if we if we pursue jesus in it i mean that's i'm paraphrasing poorly but that's basically what it you know <laughs> <laughs> well i paraphrase and i did it poorly <laughs> it wasn't poorly you just felt like it was <laughs> i that's been one of my favorite verses throughout yeah. my adult life is to and i talk to my kids about it all the time i'm like cuz yeah Uh, annoying, hard, frustrating, inconvenient, Mm -hmm. big, small, little, they happen kind of on the daily really when you think about it. And so literally, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and obviously like we all have experiences where a vacation didn't go as planned or, you know, like I said, the rides you set up didn't Mm -hmm. go as planned or your plans fell through whatever. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is like, it's okay to be disappointed. Yeah. That is not, we're not going to be like, don't be disappointed. Only be positive. It's okay, mm-hmm. I think, believe, to sit. In fact, every therapist has ever said to me, you need to sit mm-hmm. in your feelings because yes. I am a repressor. Like, I don't want to deal with feelings naturally. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's good to sit in them. If you're someone, mm-hmm. I just always have to see the positive. It's like, there is a beautiful time in a place, and I think it's necessary to sit in real
1: feelings of disappointment or frustration or discouragement. Well, because what happens is when we don't acknowledge the feelings that are still going on in our body, in right. our mind, even if we're pretending they don't exist, they start to do something to us. They, right. they take us down or they start coming mm-hmm. my mom. Our mom always says they come out sideways. Like right. they're going to come out somewhere. Yep. You're just not going to have any control over it because you're not expecting it because you right. have dealt with what's actually happening.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, however, on the flip side is if the only thing we're doing is sitting in our feelings, And (laughs) focusing on the frustrations and the inconveniences and the negative. Nobody's going to want to be around you. (laughs) That is correct. (laughs) You will have nobody who wants to be around you. That's Mm -hmm. like the perfect way to say it. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you're going to feel miserable yourself. Like we all have had those seasons, I think, where we're like, oh, "Oh, I'm really kind of negative right now. Yeah. I don't even want to be around myself.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And so
0: there's this fine balance and we're certainly not here to tell you all the ways to have this balance that's between you and Jesus to figure out like you Mm -hmm. have your own personality your own flesh responses like we are all Mm -hmm. so different Melissa's is different than mine's different Mm -hmm. than my husband's and so on but at the end of the day I really think we both think two things feel your feelings Mm -hmm. let's not pretend they don't exist Mm -hmm. and then focus on gratitude Mm -hmm. focus on the things that are good even in the hard yes so I want to use an example of a friend actually um gave a message this summer on joy. and I was like, I think joy basically equals gratitude. like l- unlikely you're going to be a jo- very joyful person if you don't have gratitude. And like people who lack gratitude lack a lot of joy. like I think that they're very agreed. yeah, syn- cohesive syn- go together. yeah yeah, that's better than I was trying to say synonymous. no,
1: yeah, what word are you thinking? I know what you're saying
0: yeah, they're like the same. Yeah. But we're syner- synergetic. Oh, we're synergetic. I wasn't looking not, for that word, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so joy and gratitude and gratitude and joy that go together. I mean, the Bible says in Proverbs, it says a joyful heart is good medicine, mm-hmm. but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. okay. So focusing on some joy and some gratitude is going to help you and everyone around you. It's yep. sitting in our crushed spirit for too long. It dries up the bones. Like I don't think any of us want dry bones. Like no. it doesn't sound appealing. No. And that sounds painful. <laughs> it sounds terrible. Like yeah. I think we're supposed to have some moisture in our bones. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I have no idea. I'm just saying things, but we're, yeah, uh, we're not doctors. So I have this friend and I used her in this message as an example. So their um, air conditioning went out in Arizona in June. Oh, Right. Exactly. It's like having your heat, your furnace go out in the winter, in the Midwest, yeah. like you, or, you know, in parts where it's cold, you cannot, you cannot deal. No, And so they, because they had to get it fixed so quickly, it was, and they have um, two air conditioners because their house is pretty good size. So they have like two and the one was on the fritz and the one had gone out. So they just replaced them both. It was very expensive, like mm-hmm. way more than they ever could have prepared for. And Ugh. I agreed. I was like, I would never have thought it would have been that much. And she was like, well, that sinks. Did not see that coming. But, and like literally her very next statement was. I am so thankful that we have two good incomes that can provide for this. Yes, exactly. Lots of people, myself included, would be like, oh, I'm so sad that I have to mm-hmm. spend all that money, all the vacations I can't go on or all the clothes I can't buy or whatever. Yeah. But she was like just, she said it so many times. I'm just so yeah. thankful. And like that my her husband gets bonuses. So they're not on this fixed income. And she's mm-hmm. just like, that's what she was focusing on. That's and I beautiful. was like, dang, that's convicting. Like, yeah. I mean, I came back from a vacation one time and all I could talk about was the negatives because everything (laughs) did not go as I had planned. And I was Mm -hmm. really convicted like, okay, but also there were a lot of good things that happened and all, both Joey and I did it. We were only focused on the negatives and like the cost more than we expected. And like, there were all these things that went wrong at the hotel and it's like, oh my gosh, get a grip
1: woman. Like, right. You're on (laughs) vacation.
0: (laughs) I mean, right. So It's something I've been very convicted of the last couple of years is like, it's okay to feel the things that we feel, frustrations mm-hmm. and irritations and you know, anger and all mm-hmm. that. But then the gratitude has to come in because there yes. are always good things. Like my friend Margaret, the good thing in her was like, we have the money for this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go into debt over this. Like that. Yeah. That's huge. what yeah. she chose to focus mm-hmm. on. And I just I feel like the most if you think of the most joyful people in your life, they're mm-hmm. likely also the most grateful people you know. Yeah. And then on is- the flip side. Mm -hmm. the least joyful people you know are Mm -hmm. also probably the least grateful. The ones who can't seem to find the
1: good in anything. Well, Um, and what goes along with not focusing on the good is you end up just feeling sorry for yourself. And there's not a whole lot more unappealing than being around someone who's just always feeling sorry for themselves. It's true. And, And it's not. And I mean, a lot of times their circumstances are hard and frustrating and I can, you know, Bill mm-hmm. and I've had, excuse me, we've had years where things just kind of felt hard upon hard upon hard upon hard. So we had to start intentionally being really focused on being grateful because mm-hmm. we were otherwise we we're going to drown in yeah. self-pity and overwhelm. And, mm-hmm. and um we actually, when our kids were little, we had these canvases that we would write on on a regular basis. We would just ask them what they were grateful for and we'd mm-hmm. write it out for them because they were too little to write and. Bill and I would write things we were grateful for. It was just a really good way for us to refocus our mind because we were like, man, we have a lot to be thankful for and grateful right. for, even though it was a season, a long, long season of just kind of yeah. hard upon hard upon hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in, but, but like when I look back on those years, I'm like, they were so sweet. Cause I had, that's when my kids were little and they were home with me all the time and they listened to me really well then <laughs> they liked being with me. <laughs>
0: those were the days. <laughs>
1: My, my, one of my son's girlfriends said, um, how did you handle them all when they were little? And I'm like, Oh, they were way better when they were little. That's right. way better. They're, they're out of control like, now. They are. They're bigger than me and they're obnoxious. Oh my gosh. Her kids
0: are not actually out of control, but they are no. big and they are obnoxious. are obnoxious. Like for instance, let me give a story. <laughs> she's got these stools around her Island and she's got these three ridiculous dogs. Don't get me wrong. They're fun and
1: enjoyable, but they are ridiculous, ridiculous. and they are well-loved. Very well loved by my kids, especially. And my husband. All the
0: boys will come in and pick them up and put them on the stools So they're like at the counter like humans. Yes.
1: And And Melissa
0: has told them one million times, Mm -hmm. don't have them at the counter. Like who Mm -hmm. wants dogs at their counter? And if you do, shame on you. That's gross. (laughs) And and they just look at her and they're like, and they Mm -hmm. don't even stop.
1: It's like, I'm not even scary to them anymore.
0: (laughs) No. And that's that's kind of having teenagers. I think having a good relationship with your teenagers is they know.
1: They know they if it's,
0: yeah, they push your buttons, but they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this isn't like a
1: big battle. Someone's mom's yeah. going to let this go. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally when they were all little, I would snap to get their attention. Like if we were out in public, I have five kids and they were all, you know, they're six and a half years between top and mm-hmm. bottom. And so they were very little and I needed to be able to keep control of them when right. we would go out in public. And I have this, so we're off topic here, but this is really funny and worth noting. So we were going into church late once and for some reason I was alone with the kids. I don't know where Bill was and the church that we would we were out at the time there was like two staircases one went up the right and one went up the left and they all went up the wrong one and I went I snapped twice and they all stopped turned around and followed me you little ducklings there, there was like three or four adults and they just were like whoa did you just snap <laughs> and I'm like that's how they learn learned to hear my snap because I don't want to be yelling at them all the time right now they don't even hear my voice. No. <laughs> I'm like, literally, do you hear me? Do you, can you hear my voice? They're like, I hear yeah. you. I'm like, how am I supposed to know? You're not responding or looking at me. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Teenagers and so adults. They're fun. I do love them, but you do. They're great. How did kids. we get here? I don't remember. Oh, we'll who knows? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, and I would say, I, I think I'm going on a limb here, but I feel like most people are not naturally grateful. I feel like it is a very small
1: percentage of people who like, correct, come out the shoot. Grateful. You'd agree. Yes. So yes. And my husband is one of those people who is very naturally grateful. In fact, let me tell you guys a story about this. So years ago when we were engaged, my, our youngest brother would have been 10 or 11 at the time. Um, he made Bill a, Bill loves the Packers. So in shop class in middle school, he had made Bill like a bubble gum machine that was like, looks like a Packers player or something. I can't remember, but as a joke, he's like, I'm going to only give him a little tiny box of bubble gum balls and like, like 10 bubble gum balls. And you know, most people would be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Why is this? Oh, instead
0: of giving him the container, he gave yes. him a box of bubble gum. Yeah. Or not like the as container, a joke. Like the
1: bubble gum holder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even give him a whole bag of bubblegum. He literally yeah. gave him a tiny little box with like 10 bubblegum bottles. Oh, like, oh, And Bill opens it up and he's like, oh, sweet, bubblegum. And since he starts eating it and everyone's like, wait, that was supposed to be a joke. Why are yeah. you excited? He's like, I love bubblegum. I love bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> and so he taught me how to start looking at being grateful yeah. because I am not naturally grateful at all. And I'm really good at feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> We've done an episode
0: on that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So if- you can say to yourself, like, I know I'm not a naturally grateful person and you're not Mm -hmm. being intentional about it. It's time to start working on that because I think it goes a long way in our life, in our faith, in our relationship with, you know, people around us, spouses, our
1: kids, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're going to just, and you're going to have a better relationship with yourself. You're going to like yourself more because you, I know that if you're being honest, when you are grumbly, that feels terrible. Like you don't like, being with yourself when you're yeah. grumbly and crabby about things and or you know feeling sorry for yourself or
0: yeah. Yeah. One of the first verses I ever memorized in like high school is like do everything without complaining or um grumbling or it's art complaining and arguing, I think it is. There's mm-hmm. like different versions. Yeah. And and I needed to memorize that because I was like I do a lot of things with grumbling and arguing. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah complaining just, like yeah Mm-hmm. It's it was kind of my MO. I mean, maybe it wasn't outwardly my MO, but it was definitely inwardly my mm-hmm. MO. Like I don't know that other people would have said, Oh yeah, she's a big like complainer, but like mm-hmm. maybe they would have. But like mm-hmm. I know I knew what was going Inside. on. Inside. Yeah. So my family goes to Minnesota for a month to just like do all the summer family things. And last summer we got okay. So this is ironic. Let me back up. The day before we left, we did not go to a fourth of July party that we had been planning to go to because we found out that their out-of-town guest had COVID. So mm-hmm. while they were like keeping themselves away in the house, they, of course, had been staying there and we decided not to go because we we're like, we're not going to risk going to Minnesota and then like getting COVID and not being able to do our fun mm-hmm. ex- things that we planned. And then we get there and like six days later,
1: we get COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we Welcome to Minnesota.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then, of course, nobody really wanted us at their house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we went and we stayed on. Well, first, I stayed at my sister-in-law's house, like in her basement. They have like a little apartment down there for a couple days. And then the kids, like we would go for walks and we would go for bike rides and stuff. And so that was like an unexpected, we'd sit on the deck and talk with her. And it was an unexpected time. I got half with her, but then Joey came back into town. And then we went to my father-in-law's sailboat, which has like a little cabin underneath. And we stayed on the sailboat for four days and we just sailed.
1: Mm-hmm. And like,
0: we weren't planning on sailing. I don't think more than one day. And instead we got like four days of sailing. Now we missed mm-hmm. out on a lot of things. I couldn't go to my grandson's um, birthday party. i you know, had to have him less time than I was planning. We couldn't do our beloved camp cousins, but we got some quality family time Mm -hmm. and on the sailboat that we weren't expecting. And like, yeah, I wouldn't have traded, you know, I wouldn't have chosen that quality family time on the sailboat versus being with extended family. But at the end of the day, it's like, that's what we had to focus on is we got, You keep looking like you're going to say something.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. But I'm trying not to talk over you so people can hear. No, go ahead. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, I think what you just said there is really key is that just because you're grateful about, you can learn to be grateful about a Mm -hmm. situation the way it turns out doesn't mean that's what you would have chosen. Right. And I think that's really important to differentiate in your brain is to, because I think sometimes it's hard to be grateful for something that you're like, but I wouldn't have picked this or I wouldn't have done this or I wouldn't have wanted that. And, um, especially if it's at the expense of, Something else, like you said, you didn't Mm -hmm. get to be with the rest of our family during camp cousins, and it's not like you're like, oh, woohoo! I'm having so much fun. I'm so glad I didn't get end up at camp cousins. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just that instead of feeling sorry for yourself, and you would have been terrible for your kids. Like they were disappointed too. Like you set an example for your kids and as a family, you ended up having just a really special time. Right. Even if it's not what you would have. Right. For yeah.
0: Exactly. Totally. Um. And then like you, Melissa, this summer. You know, you ended up working like five days a week when you Mm -hmm. you weren't supposed to, and you work evenings, and that means that's when your boys are around.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I yeah, so I am a server and a manager at a local restaurant, and we had some big changes that happened where I I unexpectedly started having to work five nights a week, and it will be for an extended amount of time, probably four or five months. And um, then before that, I was working like three or four nights a week, so it's not a huge change it feels like a huge change, especially yeah. like I go into work at like three 30. So I have to have dinner ready before. If I'm going to feed my family, I have to have it mm-hmm. ready earlier in the day, which finding things that will either reheat or they can right. cook or our crock pot has been a little bit more challenging than I expected. Mm-hmm. And, and I've missed like all of my boys' races, BMX races this year. Mm-hmm. I haven't been able to be at any of them because, um, I've been at two, that's it. And that has been really, I, that's been hard. And I've mm-hmm. been sad about that. And but I have, I just keep, my husband and I just keep saying how grateful we are. Cause obviously I'm making extra money right now. And like, we plan on taking a family vacation next year, which I'm super excited about. Cause we haven't gotten to do a big family vacation really. And, and before my kids, like I have kids who are going in the direction of college and mm-hmm. marriage in the next couple of years. And so mm-hmm. every, our whole life's going to change. And, um, and I'm like, I'm going to be able to pay for this vacation because yeah. of working extra. And so, yeah, just instead of being grumbly and sad for myself. because <laughs> I'm missing out on things and mm-hmm. it's, and it's, it's shaken up my life quite a bit. It, it just from like, my days are kind of, they're just, it's just different. And, um, right. but I'm, but I'm very <clears> grateful <throat> for it at the same time. So,
0: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, you know, I keep thinking about how Jesus told us like, remain in me, like I'm the vine and you are the mm-hmm. branches. Like, we are to remain in him. And I just know for myself, whenever my mindset has shifted not for a split second, but like kind of drastically overall Mm -hmm. to the negative and focusing on my problems, focusing on my concerns or my issues in life. That is me taking my eyes off of Jesus and Mm -hmm. not remaining in him. It's focusing on my circumstances. And when I'm focusing on my circumstances, I cannot also be focused on him and remaining in him. And not to say like, I've walked away from my relationship with him, but that's not the, that's not what he means when he's like, mean and me, like Mm -hmm. the vine and the branches. It's like, you only have the fruit from the branches because it remains, Mm -hmm. it's connected to the, you know, the vine. And if we want to bear fruit, what'd
1: you say? It Cause it's connected to the source. Oh yeah. The source. Yeah. And And if we want
0: to bear the fruit of joy in our life, then Mm -hmm. we cannot be focused completely on really anything that isn't Mm -hmm. Jesus. And we still like, have to feel our feelings and we have to walk through things, but like, I had done a prayer session, couple prayer sessions recently with um, a woman who does prayer ministry, And she asked me about the specific thing that I was struggling with. How much time a day do you think you spend on this? Like thinking mm-hmm. about this. Thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, hours, like yeah. hours. It's constant. And, yeah. and she was like, that's a problem. And I was like, well, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, yeah. it, and I felt question. I walked. A, it is a good question. It's good to ask ourselves that like, if you're worried about your marriage or your finances, it's like, or your child, like, okay, how much time am I spending just worrying
1: mm-hmm.
0: and focusing on it instead of praying mm-hmm. and like going back to, like you said, the source. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was really convicting to me that like, I am, I am not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then like in second Corinthians, you know, in 14, it says, we fix our eyes on not what is seen,
1: mm-hmm. but what is
0: unseen. So what is seen is like, I'm struggling with this relationship. I'm struggling with this, you know, this change in my life. Okay. If we focus on that, if we fix our eyes on that, that means we're zeroed in on it. But then we're not also focusing on what is unseen, but like what is seen is so temporary. Mm -hmm. Everything in our life is temporary. I mean, this whole world is temporary. Yep. So we need to focus on what's
1: eternal. So I think I've told you guys this before. I really like visualizations, like imagery in my, you know, when I think through things and, um, something that I think of sometimes when I'm thinking of focusing on Jesus. So as a, I'm a photographer, um, by trade. And when I think about looking at, you know, I have a couple different lenses and one is a a wide angle lens. So when I look through it, I see everything right? and I, there's not really a point that I'm focused on in the picture. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when I take out my long lens, I can zero in like on Mm -hmm. a tiny detail and, Mm -hmm and those kind of come to mind when i think about jesus when i have the long lens just on jesus everything mm-hmm. else just goes away i don't even know i almost don't even know what's happening over here but when i have the you know when i'm looking at everything around me mm-hmm. i can't even focus on jesus in that right. because it's just it's not it's too broad of an of a visual or whatever you know i think so yeah um, anyways too broad of a lens yeah, yeah.
0: no it's mm-hmm. true and so you know i guess we can wrap up with a challenge here unless you have something else specifically you want to share but i just this has been a big thing for me in the last few years. This mm-hmm. is not something I have mastered. It is something I am currently always working on. And I don't know that I, I will have mastered it, but I am definitely sharing from like, I'm in the depths of working on this Still and working through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Melissa, you've worked through this a lot.
1: Yeah. More, Cause I started being, yeah, I started being very intentional about being very full years ago. Cause mm-hmm. I, I needed to be, like I said, and something that happened because of that So without even meaning to, I'm told everywhere I go that I'm just really smiley, like strangers, especially old men. They're always like, you're just so smiley. I'm (laughs) always being told that by old men. They're like, you just, you're, you're just walking around smiling. And I'm like, I am. I didn't even know I was doing that. And that isn't because I'm purposely trying to walk around smiling. I really think it's come from this deep place within that years ago, I started really, I wanted to be joyful. Like I wasn't joyful and I wanted to be grateful. Like I said, it wasn't natural. and and what has happened is that I can go through hard circumstances and really they don't rattle me a whole lot anymore. I'm not saying I never get sad or get down or get overwhelmed, but for the most part, like I even see this when I'm at work, you know, I'm a server. So when it gets really, really busy and there's been Mm -hmm. some nights where way busier than we expected. So we're not, we are a little understaffed. So then I end up having a lot of tables at once Mm -hmm. and I just smile at everyone and do it. And it doesn't really rattle me and it goes really Mm -hmm. well. And and then, then I'm able to provide good service because, but if, and I'm, that seems like a silly example, but I know that if I hadn't been practicing this yeah. for all these years, I would get rattled and I would shut down and yeah. get, and then, and then I, people wouldn't like me as a server and then right. you know, they wouldn't want to come back and they'd complain about the service. And so right. mm-hmm. it affects you ultimately long term. It affects you in a lot of just areas that you're not even expecting it to. Yes, absolutely. Do you have a challenge? I guess just spend the next week really paying attention to your days and think, ask, you know, ask yourself the question, how much do I spend my time thinking about if you have like one big issue in your life right now, that is kind of overwhelming you, how much time in the day do you actually spend thinking about that? And if you're like, well, I don't really have anything big going on. um, And by thinking, I mean, like Rachel said, worrying and just Mm -hmm. ruminating on it, not talking to God about it. Yes. Obviously talking to, there's really big things that happen that we can't get off of our mind. But if we write Jesus, Mm -hmm. that's a totally different thing. Um, and if you're not in that place, just, you know, how much do you find yourself grumbly and just about, you know, like complaining, even if it's just in your head, um, on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. I'm always typing as you're saying it. Yeah. That's how we, wing it. that's how we, (laughs) you know, like I used to come up with challenges before, but then after we talk, it's like, uh, that's, it doesn't always flow. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to have to go back and listen to type it out. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, 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 uh.
1: Okay. Do you All have anything right. else? No. Or should we wrap it up? Uh, it's good to be back. Thank you guys yeah. for joining us yeah. in our first episode of season two. I can't believe we're already on season two. <laughs> I know. It's crazy and exciting. Um, someone said to me,
0: someone who follows me on my ministry page, like I have my own personal ministry page, mm-hmm. and I put like out little one-minute sermons, if you will. That's mm-hmm. how other people have coined them. But um, she follows me, and she does a lot of the same thing. And she's mm-hmm. significantly older. She's been married like almost 50 years. And she's Said, um, it's so cool that you get to work with your sister. Like Mm -hmm. it's amazing that you even have the relationship that you can do that. And I was like, well, it didn't come without a lot of fighting (laughs) and a lot of prayer. But I agree. It Mm -hmm. is so cool that like we, you know, it was good we took the summer off. I we would have burned ourselves out. Oh, yeah. Just trying to schedule times to get together when our houses are quiet is like Mm -hmm. it's such a crazy little Mm -hmm. show. So um, but we've been excited about.
1: Coming mm-hmm. back and coming back, too.
0: and here yeah. we are. So, so look if you notice, my house looks
1: different than it did oh, last yeah.
0: year because we have well, our Christmas decorations are down. <laughs> well,
1: that's true. <laughs> you had, had them up for a lot of damage that ruined all of our ceilings and all of our flooring. So we were able. This is something I got to be grateful for. Is yeah. it was obviously a pain in the butt. It was took about six months to get it done. Um, We lived with terrible ceilings for about six months, and our floors were warped and gross, and like our carpets were waterlogged, so they were stained. And, I mean, it was terrible looking. But we got all new carpeting and all new flooring up here yeah. and downstairs. It's, it's kind of amazing. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're celebrating with you. Look out for the information on the community group and let us know who you want us to spotlight. So have a great day, guys. Bye, guys. You might feel that your life is a
1: mess, but don't feel bad. to That's why we'll talk about how our life is a mess, nonetheless. That's the name of our podcast.